0: Soul hey guys it's essence and renee and welcome back to her soul speaks tuning in episode two episode i'm so i'm kind of finally happy that we we got it started we
1: did it we did yes and it's it's on a roll now and hopefully we can do this every week that's the goal yes that's the goal it's good to have just a goal Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what
0: happens. Um, But yeah, so we want to jump right into something new. Okay, so the first time that we started, we're trying to get things right. And now we have a few more things in place. So we have a little segment that we would like to call Her Soul Sings. Yes. So Essence and I are going to share... One of our favorite songs of the week. Essence, you go
1: first. Okay. Um. So this is actually a Canadian artist. He's a Canadian rapper, oh. and his name is Drew Bex. Go check him out on Instagram. Check him out on Spotify. He's all over Spotify, and. Anytime I want to listen to, like, hype songs, like, I have, like, my worship playlist, mm-hmm. you know, working on the Christmas one. Yeah. And, you know, right now, when I want to listen to hype music, I'm listening to Drew Bex. So, it's D R U B X. in case you're typing it in um, mm-hmm. on Spotify. And the song is Mezzanine. All the songs on his album are super cool, but I'm going to say listen to Mezzanine first. That's my song of the week. I have to ask you before you what? go anywhere. What What does that mean? Mezzanine? Mezzanine. You know, like, when people go watch um, shows, like... Um, Theater oh, or whatever, and they're like up in the, the mezzanine. The seating, in the seating yeah. Oh, okay, I'm like so oh. yeah, so in the in his course he basically says I've seen it all from the mezzanine. Like I've seen it oh, all because okay. you can see it. Yeah, so it's cool. I like that. was cool? right. He's creative. Um, mine is a new song. I
0: think it just dropped yesterday. It's by Elevation Worship, and it is called Never Lost.
1: Never Lost. Never Lost. Write
0: that down. Though. It's actually so, so good. How's it has it like, I don't even know. I don't even know how I found it. I just well wanted to listen to some music um but yeah it has like a kind of like a southern feel like the mm. way that the guitar is it's it's just it's so it's
1: like on youtube is it one of those where you can see them? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like so they're ones. doing
0: it like live it's, yeah it's a good song it's a really good song
1: i like it i like it so moving on from her soul sings we're getting into our game just like we told you guys last time We're going to be doing a game to, like, you know, get the ball rolling, let you guys know a little bit more about us, and, you know, put some fun into the episode. You know, we're going to be talking about heavy stuff, to be honest, so, like, just to make it light, you know? So, we're going to do um, most likely to, who's more likely to? So, I'm going to read out some statements, and Mm -hmm. you and I can basically just try to see who you think is more likely to on these things. All right, cool. Okay, so, number one. Who's most likely to be afraid of watching horror movies? That's definitely you,
0: Essence. I know. Over me? I know. I used to love horror movies. I don't watch them anymore because obvious reasons, or maybe not obvious reasons, but I personally feel like as a Christian, there's a lot of things that it just has in it um, that are spiritually guided and just like the gore of it all is just like... I'm not trying to get into any of that. Yeah. So.
1: It's it's I'm Trying to so, stay away. For yeah. sure. I used to like watching Saw, though. I always yeah. qualify. And I think like, there's a special group of us people out there yeah. who used to like watching Saw. But, like, I think I used to like just the mental. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so mental. Yeah. But horror movies is scary. Yeah. Y'all know I don't like heights. I don't like horror. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, i safe on the ground kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The next one is um who's most likely i already know the answer to this who's most likely to not be able to control the laugh at a serious moment oh gosh i am the
0: worst (laughs) i'm the worst if something is happening i'm telling you guys right now if something is happening and we are together for whatever reason And it's either embarrassing for someone else, I can't lie, I'm going to laugh, or it's just like very awkward. No, she's not just going to laugh. It's a cringe moment. She's going to laugh hard. I'm going to try so hard, but I usually don't last. I'm that person that you don't look at when you're trying to hold back a laugh. Not at
1: all. Because
0: I will make sure you laugh. All the time. Yeah, 100.
1: (sighs) Who's more likely to have a bad digestive system? I think, um, I think that's Renee too. How would you get out of my my stomach? I think that I mean because this past week, <laughs> listen to me, bro. This it's past been outbreak. Like you guys seasoned. at our church and our families, a plague of 2019 hit yeah. so hard. If you are listening and you are one of the <laughs> members of hashtag, did you make it out? hashtag Are you still out here? It listen. Some like serious stomach bug virus hit every single person like yeah. everybody knew at least three people. Yeah. Like minimum. No. The top seriously. of the in who got this stomach bug yeah. vomiting. Yeah. Of, just guys, you don't even need to know. A mess. But, but you know, know, I am perfectly fine. Yes. Nothing happened to me. Perfect. Essence is fine now. I am I'm fine now, but it was it was No shame. but she caught it. Yeah, I caught it real bad. It was it was bad. Okay. Moving on. Who is most likely to never spend his or her money? Mm. I think that's me. I feel yeah, like I, I mean,
0: I'm just going to say it. Uh, it's it's definitely not, really not me. <laughs> There's no way.
1: I'm I, so I think that's me. I I no. that, I'm so sorry, Janine. Um, I think that's me. Like, I'm not like a um, tight water or anything like that. Yeah. But I just feel like out of the two of us, I'm more like, mm, I'm going to save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Um, who's most likely to ne- never celebrate his or her birthday? Neither of us. Neither. Not,
0: no. Not. Like, Zero. There it'd be a miracle
1: in this room for us not to celebrate. Yeah, everything. like no, we're we're pretty big on that, so that's yeah. that's a Who's most likely to become famous, Renee? Yeah. Because she almost did. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> y'all talking? Y'all talk no, joking. But but legit though, before Renee got saved, she was like on her road to like getting some singing thing Disney to be a Disney kid. So yeah, that's that's her. Yeah. um Once upon a time. Once upon a, a time. Okay, the last one is. Oh, this is actually a good segue into our, our into our topic of the day. Who's really? most likely to backstab a friend? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let, we both know now as Christians we wouldn't do that. No, but never. your sinner self mm. would your sinner self backstab actually, a friend? No. Me neither. Yeah. Actually, me neither. Not Which not is, at all. Yeah. Just yeah. I think it wasn't me. E- yeah I think even as like sinners or even as people who. Didn't know Christ in high school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We weren't really those kind of girls, to be honest. Yeah, no. No. Okay. So on the friendship topic, um, you know, a little bit of what we got, what we wanted you guys to know about to when you're listening to the podcast, I should say, is to know more about us. And um, I think friendships is a pretty good topic because yes. we're friends starting a podcast, and um, a good thing to know about us and how we became friends is also about how we used to be friends in the world like not to each other but to yeah, other people in and, general and mm-hmm. what that's like and I feel like you know what a Christian friend looks like because a lot of people look at Christianity as like everyone just loves each other we're yeah. just like all in a circle you're a Christian I'm a Christian kumbaya, I love you baya. yeah this kumbaya <laughs> stuff it's like so not like that and I just want to share a quick story of this thing that I watched it was um an episode of Dr. Phil I told you guys I like Dr. Phil and I told you I I listened to his podcast but anyways there's this episode I don't know if you heard about this story somewhere in the states where these three 12 year old girls they were friends one of them was more of an outcast. And so a girl befriended her. You know, someone okay. doesn't really have that many friends. Let me start talking to her. Yeah. So they became friends. And then a different girl came in and became friends with the group. So now it's a group of three. They were having a sleepover. And to make a long story short, the next day, the two friends took the girl. So the girl who even initiated let me befriend the girl who has yeah. no friends. They took her into the forest and stabbed her. What? Almost killed her. 12 left 12 years old, left her therefore dead. Wow, so weird, wow. so bizarre, so scary. And I'm watching this story. And the girl now is about fifteen or sixteen, and she's she's alive and well. Wow. Thank God nothing happened to her. No physical um, you know, um should I say, like repercussions from like, what happened to her or anything like that. But, um, in the, you know, how they take you to like the police room and then yeah. you can like watch the questioning of what happened and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're asking, like, why did you do this to your friend? Like this is a friend. and and they're like, you know, there's this online like chat or like this online thing called slender man. And he's basically like this fictional character. And, and he says that he'll come and kill your family if you don't kill one of your friends. And so they, so these two girls started getting invested into the storyline, into this mythological creature and basically were scared, quote unquote unquote, scared because they weren't acting remorseful or empathetic at all. But they're like, we oh we have to kill um whatever her name was. And wow. so they literally took her to the forest, said we're gonna go play hide and seek in the middle of the day. They live in like what oh Wisconsin God. or some like the, that is crazy. They live in a town where nothing bad even happens. Yeah. And basically almost stabbed her to death. And the poor girl had to like crawl herself almost out of the woods, and then just she just couldn't make it anymore. And a cyclist Somebody just saw her. A cyclist found her. Wow. Yeah. And that is super scary. It's really scary. And it made me it, I mean. Minus the fact that there's obviously demonic things yeah. at play here. It made me think, like, what lets a friend get to a level where they feel like turning on their friend like yeah. that? It, it it was just really, really weird, man. That's, yeah, that's honestly super, super scary. I can't even believe, like,
0: I I can't imagine being the parents of the two girls who did that or even the parent of the girl who was found, you know, stabbed by her so-called friends. um And honestly, like, even though that was a physical example of something that took place that was incredibly hurtful, um, physically, I think, um, you know, we as Christians, we also have to think of the things that we, we do and we say that hurt people, um, in ways, yeah, yeah, like, but just in ways that you can't see, um, Mm. outwardly sometimes, and it's, uh, it's honestly such a sticky topic, because as you mentioned before, you know, people have this view well, they have lots of views of Christians um, and sure. what Christianity looks like. But in terms of your friendships, a lot of people would assume that you know you have great relationships and everybody right. is just hunky dory. Nothing ever happens. Um, but just as there are people that are coming, you know, from the world coming with a mindset um, that things of things that just aren't biblical in terms of how they right. know, how they navigate the world, mm-hmm. how they develop a relationship with another person, how they you know, how they spend their money, how they, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of these different things. And friendship is one of the things that also gets, um, it gets affected by a worldly
1: mentality. And so it does, I think it's, hard. it's weird because I, I can't really pinpoint the, the time when <laughs> I transitioned from like a worldly mentality to mm-hmm. a Christian mentality. Like yeah. I can't pinpoint the moment because it is a real transition. Yeah. 100%. But you, but I realized like, I don't know how it was for you in high school, but like in high school, I still, I, we, neither of us came from like, um, zero to 100. We were in the clubs, you know, wearing next to nothing with this and girls in our mouth and you know what I mean? And then we just turned into scenes. Like we pretty much were like upstanding citizens and like just nice people, never got into trouble, you know, didn't skip school. Like we were like, for the most part, we were just fine. So that was easier for us to kind of transition it. Like when we got into the church and how to treat people, but like realistically, some people they don't come from that. Exactly. And they have to make a serious switch into, like, p- coming from paranoia, especially, like, girl drama. Yeah, It's a huge thing of, like... When it is, like, the hugest thing. Like, people always say, like, why are girls
0: always like this? Like, and honestly, I feel like the devil just attacks um, women in a different way from men. Mm. And one of the ways that they do is
1: with relationships. So how do you think girl friendships are different than guy friendships in the church, not just, like, in general?
0: I think that for a lot of guys, they're okay with, I don't want to say, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I think that they do value friendships. They value relationships. But I think that there's, to a certain degree, they're okay with if you're not super, super quote unquote close. Yeah. Where I feel like girls tend to be a little bit more concerned with how close, how deep we are in terms of our friendship. And so it's almost like you know, any little riff that happens for a guy, it's just kind of like, you know, water off my back, it's not that big of a deal. Me and Fred are cool and I'm fine with us being cool. Whereas, you know, for females, it's a little bit more like, oh, like I can't I can't believe she said that to me. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? I just feel like in those ways it's a little bit different. And I know for myself, just in you know, in the grand scheme of things when it comes to friendships, before I got saved, you were my friend because where we have a lot of things in common. I can chill with you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I can be myself
1: around Pretty you. Much. I don't have
0: to, you know, fake the funk. I can just do what I need to do. And
1: much. that's cool. Like, And I think, sorry to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I literally think, like, that's what people think is going to change when you come into the kingdom. Realistically, like... The institution of friendship, dare I say it's an institution, it's this. It's the same thing. Like, it's a lot of people grounds, try to, yeah. they try to spiritualize things and be like, you know, but in, you know, in Christ this, in Christ that. But, like, the friendship, the, um, the principles stay the same. Do we yeah. have things in common? Yeah. Can I talk to you? Are we, you know, do we live in close proximity to each other so that way we can see each other? Can yeah. we hang out? Those kinds of things, like, they make a difference as if you're going to be it friends or you not. Know, not just because... I see you all the time like realistically think about people you go to work with right now like you're not friends with all of them like you're gonna that's be true. friends with like two or three that you have things in common yeah. with that you like blah blah you're the same age you're the same you know what I mean so like I think that's what makes it like different is people think like oh so now we're in the ch- church we're all gonna be friends no yes well okay I have to
0: kind of disagree with that and only because I read something um, I read this devotional and it was called Friend-ish um, by um, like Blackish. yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Needham. Mm. Um so oh, I don't know if you know Jimmy Jimmy Needham. Needham um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um anyway, so I read this devotional and something that she touched on was just that, you know, a friendship that um, you know, in its practical form, yes, it meets all these needs and all that's great. But when you're a Christian, um it's not just about what you gain from the friendship, but what you can bring to the friendship. Right. And it just kind of spoke to um I guess just the simple fact that We learn sacrificial love by being in a situation or having a relationship with someone that doesn't necessarily check off all the boxes for us. Mm. Because it's like, if it does, then it's easy. It's simple. And yes, there are those friendships that are just pizza cake. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten into an argument with Essence. There's things that we don't agree with. Right. um, But for whatever reason, just how we communicate, we're able to be like, you know what? That's what you think. That's cool. Whatever. It's, you know what I mean? Where there's other relationships where they're like, they might feel like a little bit more nitpicky or, you know. If, they have, um, if they've had a bad experience in their previous relationship, they bring those insecurities to it. And, you know, the natural person would just kind of be like, bro, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm cutting you, you off. Know, exactly. Yeah. But as a Christian, it's just kind of like we are all, you know, children of God. We are all in the same family. Even though we might not have the same level of friendship, it's just kind of like you can still be a friend to someone. And I feel like that's,
1: that's, okay. that's I like a big that. thing. I, you I know like, what I mean? I like putting it like that. I like... I like okay. I can I can I can grasp that because I feel like you know not all friendships are going to be on the same playing field, and maybe that's yeah. what I'm kind of yeah. What that's I'm, what I'm thinking. Like we're, you're not going to be best friends with everyone, or you're not going to be like whatever. But the way that I. I guess the way that I would differentiate it in my own words is like, but you're still going to be brothers and sisters yeah. to everyone. So like everyone in the church is my sister, no matter yeah. what I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to whatever you need something, whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're, mean we're going to be best friends. It doesn't yeah. mean that your relationship is going to be equal to Renee's and mine or, or any, that was bad grammar. <laughs> mine, and Renee, mine and Renee's. I think that's better grammar. It doesn't mean that our friendship is going to be equal, but it yeah. doesn't mean I'm not going to be a friend to you. Exactly. So I think like that's a good distinguishing way to yeah. do it but how do you I guess my question for you is how do you deal with then maybe someone wanting to be your friend yeah. and it's not really it's not gelling clicking, or, or you explicit. notice someone's trying to make like um you know an effort to like talk to you more or yeah. be your friend you're kind of like yeah about early like are you someone who would maybe like still try or would you leave it or would you like uh-huh. well, how do you navigate that because I feel like even people in the world face this where yeah. you have that like maybe pestering co-worker that wants to go out with you all the time and you're like i don't really like you know talk to you like that i think you
0: kind of try to meet them halfway just a little bit um for me i'm an introvert naturally i like to do my own thing um i develop relationships differently than other people like anyone else um i think that if if they're genuinely trying to develop a relationship with me then i will try yeah um and i think it has to be genuine though and that's something that Um, it's hard to, it's kind of hard to tell, to be honest, like sometimes you, you, you trust somebody and then you get burnt. And especially as a Christian that happens because you want to be welcoming, you want to, you know, exhibit the same characteristics that Jesus Christ had. And so with that does come a lot of times where you're going to get burnt. Um, but I also think on the other side, like you have to use wisdom. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've experienced something with an individual, there's repentance for that for them, you know, if they are even in that mindset, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Yeah. But you have to also know that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you do something that's wrong and you don't see it as wrong, we try to have a conversation about it. It's going to be hard for me to move forward with you. That's just me. Yeah. And,
1: and in general, it's kind of like with your spells or with any, yeah. like even with my son, I'm like. Do you know, like, you don't spill water on, like, we're yeah. body training right now, like, my gosh, <laughs> and, like, he pee-pees in the floor, and he'll just run away, like, mommy, I pee-pee. Yeah, and yeah. Goes, I'm like, no, 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 like, you have to, un- like, the- it's not solved until you understand, yeah. like, this is not something that you do, like, yeah. we don't do this here, but I think, I think the thing about Christianity, too, and, like, being a Christian friend versus, like, a worldly friend or whatever, is, like, people can get offended really easy, yeah. and they feel like, oh, you're a Christian, you should be acting like this. Yeah. Or you, there are certain expectations that they put on you mm-hmm. that are, like, they probably wouldn't put on someone else. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, so I guess for me, you know what, let me just be frank. I listened to this thing one time and it was like a joke and it was like, people always say, can I be frank? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you can be frank, you can be Bob, you can be (laughs) That always pops in my head when I say that. But anyways okay my personality type esfj what up um (laughs) we our first function and like if you don't know i told i told you on the last episode go take the test and go read okay (laughs) if you don't know what i'm talking about but my first function which basically means like how i interact with, with the world is extroverted feeling which is like basically i take in things from the outside world feeling how people are feeling in the room what people's vibes are like and then i I kind of base my behavior off that. So like, I'm not going to be at a fellowship or something and everyone is like down and sullen and depressed. And I'm the only one like, yo, you know what I mean? I'm like, Hey guys, like what's wrong? Be sensitive to that. And for me, it affects me when people are like always depressed, always complaining, always down, always criticizing, always what I can't, no matter what, I can't be friends with you. I cannot be, if unless someone's got to change because I, yeah. I like extroverted feelers. And if you are someone who understands this whole, you know, the cognitive function things of what I'm talking about, you understand, we feel everything. We can't not feel something like there's people who can like walk into a room, not even notice anything is yeah. happening or not. Like I feel everything. If you're okay. sad, if you're happy, if yeah. you're like, I feel that. And I'm, I'm always trying to fix that. So if you're someone who's always. You can even be someone who's always happy or always whatever, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, chill, you know? (laughs) So I just feel like there's certain people, it's no shade to, like, certain people, literally, but there's just certain types of people, I feel like, I can't be your friend. And, 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 that, and that's what I think okay that's the average me.
0: Joe, though. I think the average person doesn't necessarily want to be around someone who's a Debbie Downer. Like, let's just be real. But I mean, there's, there are people
1: who get, like, joy out of trying to fix them. And there are certain people who are like, okay, fair. I'm friends with Renee because everybody knows Renee needs some help. And okay. I'm the one who invites her over after church for tea. But then is and that I'm... really, like,
0: is that the core of what a friend is? Or
1: do you just have, like, this, like,
0: you know what I mean? Like, this you want a badge on, like, I can fix it because that's different because if you're every conversation you have with me is like a pre-plan okay so Renee needs this you might not be my friend you know what I mean if you're you're being friendly in the way that you know how but that's not you know what I mean yeah so I just kind of feel like it's hard it's honestly it's super super hard and I just wanted to let people know that it is okay to be friendly but not someone's friend I like that. because you're yeah. going to you're going to find that people like at the end of the day. Yes, we hope that everyone is saved, happy, joyful on their way to heaven. But there are some sheeps or rather wolves rather in sheep's clothing. And you have to be you have to be aware and you have to put your you have to be on guard, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Use wisdom, use discernment
1: be prayerful about it. Don't be spiteful and you know what I mean? Like be prayerful about it because sometimes God will reveal to you a person's need, mm-hmm. why this person is acting this way, why this person has changed or why they're being, yeah. you know, acting out to you or something. And like, don't under, don't underestimate the power of prayer, like yeah. for real for those things, because sometimes God will just give you a word in season for that mm-hmm. person. Like, Hey, God just wanted me to tell you, like, you know, be encouraged. Like every, you're going to get through whatever you're going through. Yeah. Or God wanted me to tell you, like, you know, you've been a little bit down and it could be a form of insecurity or whatever. Like, you know, prayer can really open up doors for you in terms of understanding other people. And I think for, for, um, Renee and myself, like it's important for us, even in doing this podcast to connect with other people because there's. Everybody needs someone who needs something and everyone, it's like a cycle. Everyone That's can true. help someone. You can help someone through a word, through a podcast, through a song that can uplift you, that can encourage you, that yeah. can open your mind in different ways. And friend, friendships can do that. Yeah. Um, I think that people, and I guess I'll pull this question to you as well, is like people get burnt by people. Yeah. And they, and it makes them basically shut off to that person forever or to those types of people forever yeah. or just people in general. Yeah. So how have, have you ever had it, an experience where you've been burnt by someone Mm -hmm. or been like someone did you wrong and how did you respond to it? I feel like I'm interviewing Um, you today. This is, this is what my (laughs) nature is, guys. Not (laughs) even. Okay. But, um, okay. So I do
0: think that I've experienced that before where, um, there's been a couple of situations I think, um, where people have just done things that I wouldn't have done to them. Let's just leave it at that. And for me, it just, is it a character thing? Is it an incidental thing?
1: Mm, those huge. are those that's are key huge, yeah. because
0: if you do something that it's like okay, this is reoccurring. Yeah. So you're not gonna make a fool out of me. That's who you are. Um, you're not gonna make a fool out of the god that I serve by making it seem like okay, you just gonna step <laughs> on me every second. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. It's not okay. I I forgive you, but I'm gonna leave you over there. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Mm. Um, and so yeah, like when those things type when those things take place, you just have to like I said, use wisdom. So if it happens, it's a reoccurring thing you need to make a decision yeah. at the end of the day. And if it's not, it's a situational thing, then you kind of work it out. And let's be real. We all go through seasons where we might be a little bit in our flesh once than we are in the other times. Right. And you might have done something that you're like, you know what? That wasn't good of me as a friend. And you apologize, you repent, and you move, move on. on at the end of yeah. the day. um, What about you? How How do you deal with the things that aren't, you know, as you want because you said like you don't really want to deal with the depression and things like that but
1: even though like that's something (laughs) that like you know people struggle at at the end of the day but yeah like how do you you know like sorry to cut you off but when it comes to like mental health and stuff i'm not poking fun if you have mental health issues god can help you like you know i'm saying i'm just i'm just i'm just being funny i hope it's funny if it's not then i apologize but anyways um i think like for me I, I promise this is the last time I'm going to swing it back to the personality thing. But my second function after extroverted feeling is introverted sensing. And the reason why that's important is because introverted sensing is how I gather information okay. about the world. And so it it's a pattern thing. So basically it, it helps me understand like, okay, every time Renee comes to sit down for the podcast, she sits there. And it's it's not an intentional thing, but it's just like, she, okay, so then that means I'm going to sit here. It just helps you gather information about yeah. people. So the downside of that is that When a pattern happens more than one time, you automatically label and put it in a box. Okay. Which means when people do you wrong or something bad happens, you're always going to look at sister so-and-so and and be like, well, this is how she is. Yeah. That's what my, like, that's what, that's what my mind is telling me. That's what my sensing is telling me. She always, every time she does this, this is what happens. I feel like this. And so that's something personally for me that I struggle with because it's hard for me to not categorize people and put you off to the side and be like. Well, mm. you did this three times. Yeah. How many more times should I have... Kind of like what you were just saying. How many more times should I have you step on my toe before I move it out of the way and just not even be in your presence when you walk by? Yeah. So for me, I have been in a couple of situations where I feel like, you know, I've been wrong. I've gone into an argument with someone or you know, I, I didn't like the way that they responded. And the first reaction is a flesh reaction. I'm done with you anyway. I never, I'm joking. <laughs> um, you know, the long text message or like whatever. Um, but I think for me, I get to a place where I'm kind of like, I'm more introspective and I'm like, Hey, what did I do to cause this? Okay. I probably should have never X, Y, and Z or whatever. And, and I think as long as the, the other person knows my intentions or my feeling towards them are not like malice or whatever mm. then I'm cool but for me to go on and continue to say I can be a normal friend with someone who like hurt me more than one time personally it's a no for me yeah. I'll just keep it 100 like it doesn't mean that I get again like I said it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be a sister to you yeah and it doesn't mean I'm not going to look out for it's you. It just the mean, same level of friendship is, it's, it's changed, changed. It's a little bit yeah. it's changed I'm, I'm gonna be honest like if I remember there was one situation where someone I, f- I felt like was doing something intentionally okay. all the time. Yeah. And it at first I was like, okay, essence, you're just being sensitive. Yeah. And then it happened again and I was like, essence, not just being sensitive. It was like, okay, essence, you you're not that sensitive. Like yeah. it can't just <laughs> it, it can't just it's be not you. you. Yeah. And and then I, you know, other people were kind of expressing their concerns, like, oh, did you notice this? And I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Yeah. And for me, I automatically wrap that person up, put you in a box and FedEx you back to where you came yes. from. <laughs> but done. eventually I did have to unpack and be like, but is that the Christian thing to do? Yeah. Like, should I just wrap you write up and send you off? off? Like yeah. you, you shouldn't. Cause God never does that to yeah. us. He never, like, and when you think about things that you've said, things that you've done, the way that you were in the world, like yeah. God never put you to the side. Yeah. He will allow you to do what you're doing and release you, but he will never just write you off. And so for me, I ha- I do still kind of like juggle back and Mm -hmm. forth with which with what the line is because you want to protect yourself protect your feelings and and whatever but the same point in time you want to be a christian and you you still want to let people know that like hey like what you did affected me or or i felt was wrong but it doesn't mean that you still can't be cool yeah but to restore it back to a level of like us being the same yeah you know however it was before you have to yeah exactly yeah it's just and sometimes it doesn't recover and sometimes that's actually healthier for the relationship so that's true you know, that's very, very true. That's that's pretty much that's pretty much that. I think um, I was talking to someone recently, and I told them like um, someone had made a, um, a comment about clicks. Okay, clicks in the church, and mm-hmm. we all know that's a thing too. Um, and I said, I think some people on the outside look at friend groups and call them clicks. But you need to know the people in the group to know if they talk to other people first. That's true. On the outside, you can see the same group of four people always talking together. But you don't know that on Thursday, this person went out for tea with auntie so-and-so. Or this person went over to, you know, that person's house, that couple's house for fellowship. So it's not always about what you see on the outside because... People build their friendships differently, like, through phone, through in-person. Certain Mm -hmm. friends, I literally don't talk to them unless we're in person. Yeah. Just point blank. Some friends, I literally only have phone relationships with them. And, like, in church, it's like, yo, you're good? Yeah, okay, bye. And, like, we just walk past. So it's not always what you see on the outside, but it is kind of, like, worth noting, too, to kind of be be mindful about the way that you come across and the other people can like get into your circle. People feel open to you and that you can like continue to build relationships with other people. Exactly.
0: So I have, a, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um. So do you talk things out um before something gets terminated or moved to the side? Like, because I think that it's important for the other person to know your perspective. I think it's important for you to have a conversation and for them to know where you stand and why, because, I don't like walking on eggshells with people. So if I'm not talking to you for whatever reason, a season, I'm gonna let you know why. You know no, what I mean? I know.
1: I've gotten your ghost. You're <laughs> ghost. You go ghost. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <How> Moving <many> on. <laughs> I okay. I I've gone ghost. Okay. Plenty of times. Um, and but not only just like with friendships, just in general, I think that's kind of how I handle conflict because I don't like confrontation. I don't like um, arguments. I, I, I'm i not one of those people that are going to just, Renee, you did it. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. that. I'm not going to send you a long text message or call you on the phone and be like, listen, this issue, I'm not going to... Like, yeah, I feel yeah. so... I will peel my skin off my own body before I do that. It's yeah. so uncomfortable for me. It's so awkward for me. Um, I am more of a person who will... Unless, I mean, unless we're in the moment at that time, like mm-hmm. we're literally, hey, you dropped my pen. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. And unless yeah, it's yeah, yeah. literally it's like a, that. like in-person Yeah. But yeah. if it's not, I will literally just go home, think about it, pray about it, just rest on, I, I rest on it for a little bit. And then once I'm okay with it, then I'll just start talking to you normal. That's yeah. kind of just how I am um, with it. But someone did tell me like, nah, you need to like talk to people one day. Yeah. One day. Do you wrong and I yeah was no one hundred percent yeah you're right I
0: should yeah so I think like what I can really gather just from this conversation and just from like personal study like I said I read um the friendship or friend ish by Kelly Needham it's devotional it's on the Bible app it's five day thing super short but it's really really good so you should check it out um but I think a healthy relationship it needs to have something um in it that is thriving it needs to grow if it's staying stagnant that's an issue. Um, I think that it needs to glorify God. It needs to be a reference point for not even yourself, but for other people, just key things that I feel like we need to ensure that we, we have in our relationships. And if not, then we need to reevaluate them. You know what I mean? Um, and I just kind of like leaving a little golden nugget, our little take home. So like, it's important to just be a friend,
1: period, use wisdom, period,
0: pray, um, and make sure that somebody that lifts you up at the end of the day, if they, if they don't, if You know what I mean? If you yeah. feel like it's it's toxic,
1: if it's something that's dragging you down, then it's true. you need to reevaluate that 100%. The last thing that I will say is someone told me this quote years ago, and I always repeat it. You should have three types of friendships in your life. One person who is your peer, mm-hmm. one person that you can pour into and invest into, and one person that is pouring in and investing in you. Yeah, yeah, and when you have those three, those three friendships in healthy standard, then you're good. 100%.
0: All right, so on that note, we're going to end with a quote just like we did last time. So the quote I have today is, she's living her best life because she invited Jesus into it.
1: Ooh, I like that. Super cute, right?
0: I like that. I think it's really, really good, especially because of what we just touched on in regards to friendships and things like that. I feel like you, you naturally are just filled with joy and you're fine you oh, know what I mean 100%. like you're just you're, you're literally living your best life you're not worried about anything because Jesus is
1: involved you and know you know what, what it is too it's not that Christians don't have problems or we don't go through anything or mm-hmm. whatever but it's just that we have a piece about our life and a piece about how things are going to turn out for us and someone yeah. who can help us and someone who can give you comfort and I think about my old friends in in the world or from school or from whatever and I look at some of their lives now and I'm like man like what happened what happened you yeah. know like what are you doing and even people that we know like in church who go through things people lose spouses people yeah. lose, lose babies people get diagnosed with things yeah people um their family member their family members die things yeah. happen in school they lose their jobs yeah all, like all of these things that just happen to like any person, Christian, not Christian, but the difference with the Christian is that you have Jesus. Like yeah. you, you have the comfort. And I think about like, wow, if I wasn't a Christian, like who would I have to talk talk to about it's this? So so, true. Where would I get this comfort from? Or where, where would I turn to? Cause I don't really know how people in the world are making it to be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's, you know, coping methods, like drugs and stuff and alcohol, maybe and eating and those kinds and of things. And doing things that at the end of the day are going to like eat you
0: away, literally. You know what I mean? And people think that, (laughs) people think that they're living the best life. You know what I mean? They're making the the money. They're doing all of these things that they feel like are fulfilling. But at the end of the day, you know, there's no real fulfillment outside of Jesus. And so point bank period, you cannot live your best life if you're living in sin.
1: That's it. And so guys, we want to wrap it up here. We want to let you guys know our podcast is pretty much anywhere that you can listen to podcasts now. Yes. So if you're listening on Apple, don't forget to rate, to comment, to subscribe or to follow. If you're listening on Spotify, then you can follow us. And we're also on google Podcasts, breaker pocket Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other places as well so <laughs> don't forget to um follow and also uh go to our instagram page yes too. instagram at her
0: soul speaks podcast um we'll have like little clips of the episodes coming up we'll have questions things that you can um you know just let us know what's going on you can dm us any questions or any topics you want us to cover and yeah that's pretty much it thanks for listening guys
1: that's it bye, bye.